Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Weird Rider. Also joining me is Evgeny. Hey there. I am known in the dark alleys of the Cosmere as Argent. And lastly, replacing someone who could not find his microphone cable. Someone who sucks. Yes. Is Grace. Hello, I'm Gator Girl. I know listeners, I'm disappointed too. <laughs> David moved and then went to Costa Rica and comes back. It's like, hey, I'm going to record Shardcast. Great. And we start and like 15 minutes before we start, he's like, hey, I have my microphone, but I can't find the cable. And also, a micro USB cable doesn't fit because this is mini USB. So it, it's very fun and exciting, and I, I'm sure you are just so thrilled to hear about it now. I'm, I'm also pretty sure mini USBs are of the devil. Yes, this is why we need USB C on everything, because then we don't need to worry oh, about God, this crap yes, anymore. Please. Anyway, we're not talking about USB cables today on Shardcast. We're uh, talking about more Skyward Words of Brandon and. I think this is by far the best one that we have for you. Easily. And we begin with Seattle. We're going to try and crank through Seattle and Denver today. Uh, And yeah. So take us in, Ian. Okay. So this first one is from Marshadow. What new statement can you give us about the Cosmere that would give us a bunch of speculate? Fun fact. Never ask this question because he never knows what to answer it with. Yep. That's true. Generic, hey, can you tell me something about this that nobody knows about or questions to that effect? No longer good questions. Yeah. Brennan goes into it with, um, he thinks rampant speculation about the Threnody novel would be cool and that there are hints about it in the books but that no one has picked up on yet. So... Who knows what that could be? Let's let's speculate rampantly. Uh, I think. So, uh, last time, or maybe the time before, sometime in the past, we talked about the deeper ones. The deepest ones, not the deeper ones. <laughs> well, the deeper <laughs> ones are like the children of the deep, like they're juniors. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And the shades yeah. are their children. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um... The yeah, the deepest one. So, I thought they would have a, a kind of a, a Cosmere-wide significance. They would be like a, a major villain. I thought the Irie were worried about them instead of just regular shades. Sure. Um, right. So I I suspect the Threnody novel is going to deal with with them and either how they came to be because um, they, they might be the evil or they might be the source of the evil or alternatively kind of what their future is, right? Because the plot of the novel right now is a bunch of people go back to the homeland and try to retake it from the evil. The resolution of that could be, well, the deepest ones are maybe defeated, maybe they leave, maybe whatever, and now they are a problem for someone else and that someone else is the rest of the Cosmere. I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like you. <laughs> I I have a, a joke theory. I know where the deepest ones live, guys. 
at the bottom Guess of the where? sea? In the yeah. undersea caverns of Amia. <laughs> On Vax. On Vax. It's like, see, I just want the deepest ones to be more misunderstood. Like, they're not evil. Like, I don't think they're related to the They're evil. just misunderstood. They're just yeah. deep, man. They're so deep, man. So because deep. They're, they're shades. Shades were not on the homeland. They they are yeah, from true. the forests of hell. Yeah. So I don't really see them being directly related to That's true. the evil. Unless know. unless they were all created from the same event, phenomenon, death of ambition, you call it whatever you want. Yes, like that is plausible, but that's like two heads of the same source, not the deepest ones are the evil. Like I think there's some distinction between the two. Even if sure. they like share somewhat of a common origin. Sure. Grace, you want the rampantly uh, speculate? Rampant speculation. Um the economics and politics of silver trade on Threnody. I don't know. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, do you want to mention purity? Like that totally sounds like a shard, but it's it a planet does. in the Threnodite system, and, and that's weird. Yeah, but yeah. all of them. Well, purity does not fit the naming scheme. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. the Threnodite system. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. I don't think purity is going to end up being a shower, though. It's weird, though. Even if it doesn't end up being a shard, it's weird. I will. I will say, Evgeny, my idea could get into why silver is weird. I couldn't find my system map. Oh, uh, it's That's online. Fine. Everything's great. And the next question is going to come from Liz Busby. Oh, yeah. Can Cosmere dragons breathe fire? Bravo, says Brandon. They can fly. Uh, Liz continues, because frost doesn't sound very fiery to me. It sounds icy. <laughs> which which is a valid point. <laughs> you're you're onto something, Liz Busby. Uh mm -hmm, says Brandon. Uh Rafa on that as well. You won't even find that in Dragon Steel, the old one, if you read it, it doesn't say. That is true. They have to breathe fire. I, I feel like they have to. Or yeah. some of them have to breathe fire. Some of them can have ice breath, some of them can have lightning yeah. breath, whatever, but why uh why would Dra Brandon make them dragons if they wouldn't have dragon like properties like he right. could just call mm -hmm. them another being right yeah 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 it's going to be some traditional stuff because this is the one traditional race that he's putting in the cosmere yep. except humans well well <laughs> well yeah they yes and True. speaking of humans grace okay, so this questioner asked were humans the first sentient race in the Cosmere? And Brandon replied, Tide. So technically, it depends on what you count. If you count Tide for first as first. Makes sense. Because well, we have humans. Very interesting. Is it? Yes, because it implies that humans and dragons were created at the same time. Is the implication I'm getting from this? Not why humans and dragons, humans and Shodel. I, I I was going to say Shodel, but Shodel are weird in their fate life. So 
and if you've read Liar Personnel, there's implications that the Fane life came later. Uh, to 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 be clear, the sample chapters of Liar Partnell because no one's read Liar yes, yes. Partnell. That just, that just part to be is clear. assumed. So that that's pretty Liar arcane Partnell lore. Does okay, not exist in its entirety. That's true. I I don't know how much the implication holds, um. But but even 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 then, I don't think this is that interesting. Like, I would I would expect most if not all of the Yolish races to have had been created at the same time. But it's a different take on a very common trope is that humans are the youngest race. Dragons oh, sure. far outdate them. Sure. sure. True. So it's interesting that, no, they came in at the same time. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can see your interest. It doesn't it, necessarily... It is good to know. That's that's like a nice thing to know. Sure, sure. All right. Kyrandor asks, was felt Cosmere aware during Era 1? Brandon, yes. Was he directly involved in the interplanetary trade through the pits? Brandon, he was involved. Whether directly is the right term or not, I will not say. And is he a part of the 17th Shard? He has been a member of various different groups and had various different motivations over the years. I would not put him right now as a member of the 17th Shard. Kirindor. As in, like, Stormlight Archive, Brandon? As of Stormlight Archive era, not a member of the 17th Shard. Obviously, well, I won't go any further on that. Take it all right, because it's obvious. Well, well, yeah, I guess, but... Because he's interfering with I guess that's true world yeah. politics by serving down Arcolin, who but, is a very pivotal figure remember I remember when Words of Radiance came out and we had two separate felt articles on the copper mind and like there's no way those people are the same and then yes. it's like oh no no they are the same person and it turns out he's just been doing a lot I, my mental images, he's maybe not super important, but he's had, he's like James Bond. He's, yeah. Um, Naz maybe. is like James Bond. Well. Now, Naz, Naz is less interesting than Felt is to me right now, to be perfectly honest. Well, no, Brad, yeah. Naz, I know. Him, whatever. I know. But, but this is cool. Yeah, you know yeah. what I wonder? I wonder if one of those multiple organizations that Brandon is referring to here could be the Ghostbloods. Possibly. Is is Felt currently working for the Ghostbloods, or with the Ghostbloods, rather? That's possible, though. It's yeah. possible. My gut says no, for reasons I cannot explain. As, as, I, as I think about it, probably not. Because in both um, in both Mistborn and Dalinar's flashbacks to the Valley, felt like pretty much the only times we've seen felt on screen, he's been kind of passive. Like mm-hmm. he does things, but he doesn't do big, sweeping, world-changing things. Like he's a spy. 
he's information gatherer, he is like a soldier in Dalinar's employ. And yeah, he finds his way to important people, but doesn't doesn't push his own agenda onto those people. He just kind of works with them or for them. I mean, yeah, but for a lot of books, that's what Hoyt did, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Not doing too much and being very minor, but presumably doing other things. I don't think Felt is, like, super important, but this is very interesting that he's much more important than we expected originally. That is true. Didn't just, like, maybe do just one hop from Skadriel to Roshar. He's probably been to a lot of places. Been around. Yeah, he's been around. So this next one is from Randy D. All right. Can a shard just smite someone? Like, boom, you're dead, and they die. Brandon. So shards can do this, depending on where they are. For instance, Odium can't, but Endowment could. Hell yeah! That is interesting. Oh, Endowments. (laughs) (laughs) Voice of Endowment here right now. Endowment, best shard. Come on. Endowment is pretty great. And endowment is pretty great, yeah. That. Hmm. So if you go through those Nalthian customs, always declare your goods, or else <laughs> endowment will wreck yeah. you. Or otherwise, you don't go through the customs. Yeah. Just don't attract her notice, and you're fine. That's... Well, I imagine there would probably be a limitation on this, though. Like, my thought is that she could smite people born on Nalthus who are, like, born with her innate investiture in them. I don't know if she could smite a random Skadrian who just came to Nalthus. I think the more important thing is that you're on Nalthus. Like, once you're in the sphere of her power, like, she can do what she wants. I mean, that's kind of where I'm leaning as well. But also, her power is everywhere. Shards were able to spit out ash everywhere, it ruin predominantly, force the ash mounts to spray a bunch of ash everywhere, and that was with resistance. Endowment has no resistance. I don't care what investiture you have, just like make the air really hot and instantly kill someone. Problem yeah, solved. Materialize like, a rock above their head. Whoa, crazy. <laughs> this is really not that hard to do. Yeah. When there's no shardic opposition. That's true. Maybe there's limitations, but it feels like that should be very easy to do considering what Ruin did. Pumping tons and tons and tons of ash smothering the entire final empire. Yeah. Smothering one person, that sounds easy. So to be fair, Ruin was using existing mechanisms to do all of that because the ash mountains were already there, so he well, was just flaring true, them. True, but also... But it's still a lot of power, I agree. Stupid Roshek made them, and that's just a fragment of a shard's power. Like, an yeah. actual shard unopposed is ridiculously powerful. Yeah, it's that like... Is, that is oh, uh, Ruin was prevented from doing anything too dramatic because of preservation in the mists and everything. Yeah. Working against him. That's true. Endowment could just, like, change the airflows for a few seconds and cause lightning to strike someone down. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, 
it's good to be reminded that even though a lot of the shards we've seen are either dead or imprisoned or inactive, they are still, for all intents and purposes, deities. Yeah. And they're mostly restricted by the conflicts that they are presently in. And if they are not presently in conflicts, it's like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Or, you know, the fact that they are just chilling on their planet and, like, what do they care about mortal conflicts? You gotta declare your customs. <laughs> endowment is very firm on this. You must give an endowment to a custom agency. You must bribe them. I Moving on! <laughs> Moving on. Uh, next question talks about one of our bays, Chris. Yep. Does Chris know the intents of the 16th shards at of the 16 shards at the time of the essays. Um, obviously referring to the Arcanum Unbounded essays that she writes. Yep. Uh, which we know to have been written around the same time, and that time is before Sixth of the Dusk. Yes. Well before. It's middle well, Cosmere. Okay. So probably now-ish, but like, we don't know specifically. Like Mistborn-ish, yeah. Stormlight-ish era. Something um, like that. Well, it's between Stormlight and Sixth of the Dusk, but closer to Stormlight, I believe. Yeah, okay. I'd say so. Uh, to which Brandon says, at the time of the essays, Chris, yes, Chris would know all 16 intents. Go cool. good for you, Chris. I want to know them all. <laughs> yeah. Tell really us, badly. Tell us, write it, write it in the, in the Nautis essay. All, yeah, yeah, all of them. Definitely coming out. Endowment in actually killed all eight of the other shards. And, <laughs> and just one. Like, oh, okay. So this next question was asked by Kirindora. If the Irie had managed to get preservation, what would Ruin's reaction have been to that? Brandon chuckles. <laughs> what would Ruin have thought about that? I don't think Ruin have, would have been a fan. Kirindora, would he have been able to deal with it? Brandon, deal with it. I can see potentials where he both could and couldn't deal with it. I don't think the Irie were 100% prepared for what they were trying to do. How about that? I can see that. I would, I would imagine they would have been better prepared to deal with Ascension than Vin was. But not to the extent that Ruin is familiar with his own power. Is anyone ever 100% ready to deal with becoming a god, though? I'm ready. No. I'm ready. Just give, <laughs> give it to me. It's like I'll transform this realm substantially. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. It's, they were mostly after preservation as a means to an end. Yeah. Like, totally unrelated to what was happening on Scadriel. They didn't really think the whole, there is a sentient force of destruction diametrically opposed to this power that is going to make problems for us if we use it. Well, even if they did ascend and they did better than Kelsier, which is not guaranteed at all, right? Would they even have been able to leave? I don't think that's true because preservation's all invested on the Skadriel. That's, and that's, yeah. And they created the planet. So, like, I, I think it's difficult. It would be very difficult for them to leave without n intricately n and intimately knowing the power, right? And if they it was just on, like, a Kelsier level, then they totally, like, wouldn't be able to. 
So it wouldn't is, have done what they wanted it to do. I think they would have been better off than um, Kelsier, just because he is so tied to Ruin. Not only to Ruin, but also he's already connected to Scadriel. Sure. Yeah. I find it plausible they could have gotten off-world. Yep. Otherwise, maybe. what would be the point? But and, like, it, and, it, it's well, a lot harder to when you invest on a planet. And I think Skadriel's is pretty special. Yeah, it, but it they is. knew that going in. If they and, can build and, a device to connect themselves to a shard, they should be able to understand that, like, yo, shards get stuck to planets. All right. Maybe. Maybe. But, but like, it's... would they know the intricacies of, like, the creation of Skadriel? I think there is enough room for reasonable debate on either side. Yeah. Uh, which is why this is one of my questions on my list that I have been meaning to ask for a long time. Yeah. Cool. So, I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. So, Karendor also asks, the lighthouse guy, that is to say, uh, Rhino. Rhino. Uh, Thank you for saying it correctly. Well, that's because Rhino sounds dumb. <laughs> like, this is one of the situations where it's like, ah, oh, there's a Rhino in the lighthouse. Like, wait, what? Yeah, uh, but you're, you're okay with Serene and Keen? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, but anyway, that guy in Oathbringer, in Shadesmar. Was Irie in Oathbringer? Brandon, yes. And he was the same Elantrian that they put in the shard pool at the end of Brandon. Yes, he is the same person. Kirindor, and was he Irie before? Brandon, he was not before then. So this, by the way, is that uh, Hoed uh, in Elantris that they put Hoed. in the pool. No. <laughs> and good to know that he was not Irie before then. That's kind of interesting. Yep. And explicit confirmation that Yo, this is exactly what Brandon meant when he said, our so beautiful friend. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, were there people debating that? It, not recently, but the previous confirmation was kind of implicit confirmation. Ah! Yeah. And I chose it because of the Irish part. Yeah. I think people can only join the Irie after they've gone into the shard pool. Do you think they're strictly a cognitive organization? Cognitive realm, yes. Hmm. It's Elantrians retire and join the Irie and have a second life in the cognitive realm. Hmm. I don't know about that, but I don't think we know enough to say for sure. No, we definitely don't. But it so could I'm be. I'm not convinced by that. I mean, maybe, but... Hmm. I think there's more to that. I don't think it's that simple. Uh, so Shalon's ward asks this next question. <clears throat> Has Hoyd ever, or would Hoyd ever, dress in drag? Brennan, yeah, and he has. Shalon's ward. Eric's going to love that answer. Well, Brandon, specific multiple times. Specifically, uh, this is because Josh on the Endowment podcast legendarily garbage at who's that Cosmere character guest Hoyd and then Hoyd and drag <laughs> and then Hoyd and drag on a horse oh right you're sorry my apologies there's a theme here 
Yeah. Uh, none of none of this surprises me one bit. Nope. No, not at all. Now that he's a full Lightweaver, he his disguises can get even better. Ooh. Looking looking forward to inspecting every single character on and off screen. May Alatar is secretly Hoyt. May Alatar. Yes. <laughs> time traveling. <laughs> Went back in time. I mean, have we ever seen them in the same room? I mean... Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Evgeny, this one makes me so angry. Oh no, same. No, this same. one is terrible. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're just gonna read this and not talk about it and just move on with well, our lives. Well, I'm going to complain about it, but... <laughs> Do you have a single name that you use to refer to all singers and the listeners and the parchment, the entire species, is the question. Uh, yeah, I usually use listener, uh, but that's a cultural thing, so I don't know now. I keep struggling, continues the questioner, with what to call them as species, and uh, uh, are they all singers? I mean, they aren't really all singers. Brandon says, we'll settle on something eventually. Okay, but we don't have anything right now. Yeah, we don't. Brandon, yes, we do. It is so... Uh... Ah. <laughs> yep, that's, A that's clear reading of Oathbringer makes it clear that listeners are a, a group of singers. The Fused call them singers. They do. Yep. Um, that seems pretty... I think they would know the name of their species. Just saying. Just because some people don't like being associated with the Odium Forces doesn't mean that their species is not singer. Lady Lesh, we does say that Moash is an ancient singer name. Mm -hmm. Also, Dawn Singer, even before the fused happened. Whoa, yeah. I think they're called singers. Whoa, crazy. Well, like you could you could argue that the the name of the race is Dawn Singers. Uh, and and yeah. I would I would accept that, but arguing that it's listeners. I would well listeners is not accurate. No, no, it's not. That is that is one of the permutations that is definitely not correct. Yeah, that's like saying all humans are American. Like, uh no. Really? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> but I also would not refer to the race as Dawn Singers. Because that's more referring to singers from the Dawn period. Yeah, I agree. So one thing I can kind of see is maybe that the Parchman wouldn't really be saying, like, if you want to make that distinction, but I just don't. I think, I don't know. The Fused call them that. It seems pretty cut and dry to me. Yeah. I, I we still that. don't know what Parsh means. Well, that's just a human name for them. But and like, if it translates are... to singer in some language, then... Yo, they're singers. I mean, I can't imagine that the ancient human name for these beings, like during the desolation period, was particularly culturally sensitive towards their species. Just well, saying. No, 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 no. I don't I don't know if I agree with that because humans arrive on Roshar and at the very beginning, sure. They were friendly with the Dawn Singers. Yeah, but and they so, don't it could have made sense, like, 
they, they arrive in Roshar, they, they find these other species, they're being informed that this other species is known as John Singers or maybe Singers, which they translate or don't translate to Parsh, even though that's a that's a later word. Yeah, it's like Parsh starts being used long after the false the desolation. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. Like it's shortly before but it they lobotomize still... everyone. So. Sure, but it's it, it could still be a leftover from the Don chant. Possible. Maybe, yeah. Because they were still speaking variations of the Don chant at that time, or at least I... were writing in the Don chant. I am going to argue that they, they're all singers. They're, yes, they're just all singers. They are all singers. Yes. They, they hum to rhythms. Everyone who that was not in slave form does that. That's kind of their defining feature. Yeah. They all hum to the rhythm, rhythms. Even the listeners. They they do that too. They they all they all do that. And I don't know, it was such a great reveal when it's like in Oathbringer, oh they're just being called singers, and then it's like, oh, that's what the Dawn singers are. I feel like an idiot. You know, like that was just great. You, you know, if they hum to rhythms, that makes them all rhythmatists. That, hey. that was not my joke. I think I think that was Ben's joke. And but you're taking but... credit for it now. It is. It is now yours. If yep. Ben, if Ben wanted his joke, he would have been here. That's right. How dare he be in the UK and yeah, and shopping for bolster frames. Well, that's accurate. But... <laughs> yeah, just off. Well, not just. Off topic for a second. The Roshar foil map is amazing, but the size is super weird. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Why? This is no standard size. Whatever. And and I mean, all, all of the posters from Brandon's store are non-standard sizes. Yeah. Well, this one is. This one's not. Ah. Yep. Infuriating. Yes, I am aware audience that these posters are not the same size i'm well aware race race save us from this yep next oh. one so this questioner asked what was palm doing during era one brandon replied i will answer that someday so i'm going to raffle it for now brandon still keeping era one secrets because reasons how are you gonna answer this brandon we've had secret history we've had Palm's story. She's dead. Palm I was Luther. <laughs> if the Mistborn video game probably isn't going to happen. No. Even though I wish it was. But he's it, yes. toyed with the idea of making turning it into a graphic novel. Okay, alright. That is Which, true. Yeah. I'm taking credit for it because I totally gave him that idea like t three years ago on Reddit. But that's beside the point. Uh-huh. We could see Palm in this graphic novel because she would be around. Well, that depends what century it's in and how early Final Empire it was. Because she's third generation. So Yes. I think he's that's still about pretty early. Like second century, I wanna say. Yeah, it was like during early Final Empire and like I don't think Chandra grow to be that awesome in like their first century. 
like she doesn't, she doesn't details detail awesome at the beginning uh I, I know this isn't one from seattle but i would i i would just like to talk about one from houston that it was on the similar vein which was an inaudible question and it said brandon said zane got his spike through an odd sequence of events i'm not sure i'm quite ready to reveal yet i hope to get that out eventually more arrow one secrets for no reason what could pos- uh, what could possibly be the secret i can't wait for secret history five that time zane was crazy wow that i'm just waiting in my seat for that one because so yeah we had kelsier marsh is next Tom is apparently going to be next all right, next one. Questioner asks, if Odyssey and Amian had the Hellscholar Honor Blade, could just a single Kremling transition to the Cognitive Realm? And Brandon, they could transition a single Kremling, but as it works now, they would probably lose contact with the host and would become broken off and no longer part of the hive. It's not truly a hive, but it would be like if your finger got cut off and sent to something like that. It would start acting independently. I'm hoping my finger doesn't start acting independently <laughs> if it gets cut off. Well, I don't think that last part was part of Brandon's metaphor here, but yeah. I know, but like that's the natural. Look, your finger, when it's cut off, will think of itself as a finger. That's probably the cognitive true. Realm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, questioner. So you would have to have the preponderance of the Dissian Amian transition to the cognitive realm, and the ones that stayed in the physical realm would be cut off. Brandon, yeah, it would be bad for half and half to go. Let's just say that one thing that they would love to be able to do is to have a little more versatility there. Let's just say that. Interesting. And it is not in this question, but I think it was in the last episode where we talked about a single Kremlin going very far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think we so. talked about that. Um, and so this this completely guts the whole Ansible Theory. Yeah. Um, this this is very cool to know about these sleepless mechanics. Yep. They kind of need to be within the the like the immediate physical space. They have to be in radio range. Yeah. <laughs> but the connection's still in the spiritual realm. <laughs> Where so... space doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and unless it does, which <laughs> until it does. gets cut <laughs> off. Is it just like a normal Kremlin then? What if it's a new sleepless? What if that's how they reproduce? That's what I was thinking. Ooh, I that's creepy. don't think a single Hordling would be able to restart the cycle. I guess that's true because if, it's like say half of the sleepless transitions and like half of it is left. Well, but Brenda does say half and half would be bad. Well, in a manner of speaking. It would no, be bad think... if you want to be the same hive. Mm, no. But I mean, I see your point. I I think it's it starts I think they start acting like Kremlings as far as they are Kremlings. Like because they're not like normal normal mm. animals. I don't know. Do you think that when nope. a hordling is part of the hive, it has an awareness of its distinctness that is just subsumed by the mind of the sleepless or and and once it is separated from 
the sleepless than that kind of overarching control Cognitive goes away part yeah it's not like a mind is spontaneously created for the hordling hmm. sure i mean all of the hordlings probably have a very basic mind to begin with like something you would expect from a kremlin from an insect yeah. from a bug and so in the absence of the sleepless controlling them all or giving them purpose or kind of sharing its own much greater cognitive aspect with them then they just go back to being animals and do we think that if a horde thing is cut off that a sleepless could reconnect to it i think so that seems reasonable it maybe seems it takes a like theoretically sure maybe maybe it's not like an automatic process i think it's reasonable just not guaranteed like i can i can i can see a world where once you lose it you lose it maybe that maybe it's maybe it's like sewing on your finger it's it's back but it's not quite the same <laughs> that's just until crazy. you get healed well, i'm imagining it more like cutting off a finger with a sharp blade like you need some kind of investiture boost to can sure. reconnect it maybe? Sure, sure yeah yeah right yeah yeah i agree yeah this next questioner asked because of gliss's corrupted nature as a spread of Sianat, does that mean that renarin's wearing different ideals than the mainstream truth watcher ideals brandon i'll wrap that for now but there will definitely be some differences that is good to know and yes it is I don't even, I don't know if I, we had even really considered that. True. Possibly, but, but I don't recall conversations to that effect. Although we don't know how individualized the Truth Watchers' oaths were to begin with. Well, that's true. my my gut feeling is that they're not. Like I feel yeah. like the the orders up top, so you know, Skybreakers, Windrunners, um, to an extent, Bondsmiths, uh, Stonewards have kind of a, the strict-ish oaths, and then the ones on the bottom are less so. You know, yeah, looking but edge at... dancers aren't, uh, it seem... They... Yeah. It's not like light weavers, you know? Like, yeah, light I, weavers I are just I think light weavers weird. are the outlier. I think so. Truth watchers feel to me like the kind of order that would have flexible oaths. Maybe not to the extent that light weavers do, but kind of in that neighborhood. Hmm. Maybe, maybe the way uh, so light weavers have to speak truths about themselves in a in a journey of self discovery. Maybe truth watchers need to discover things about other other people. But it's like I, it. They're all about a journey of self discovery. Yeah, it's like everything is in terms of. The Knights Radiant. Okay, that's fair. I can uh, imagine a scenario where it's like they all kind of swear to say, for example, to like look and observe and, you know, be sort of like observant and see things. And then after that, it's more individualized in how they use what they see, maybe. I don't know. They're... I just don't think we have enough information. Yeah. To oh, yeah. Say no, for sure. We really don't. 
And so on that note, we're going to change the note and I don't, I don't know where this, this, where the Brandon comes from, uh, Probably an inaudible question or just a remark. Comes from Seattle. <laughs> um, but but Brandon says, Felt's allegiance has changed at various times during... Yeah, we'll just say that. His allegiance has changed over the years. There are times he's been a rogue agent. This is, this, oh, this is why I was thinking, oh, yeah, he's, he's a secret agent. This is great. Secret history part a five. A rogue agent yeah. and a secret agent are very different things. Well, eh. whatever. But we, don't no, don't we, don't need, we don't need a pedantic cast. We don't need a pedantic cast, Ian. That's fine. Thank you. This next question. The Lucidel Guard in the Final Empire, the garrison leader. His name is Bavadon, which sounds suspiciously like Bavadon. Brendan. It does. Is there any connection there? Rafo. I definitely forgot about this character. Because <laughs> I but think this is an incredibly minor character. Look. It probably is. Uh, granted, felt was also an incredible. And, right, exactly, exactly. And 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 so is the random craftsman called Trell on this one planet. Yeah. yeah. So probably nothing, but also probably something that we should keep in mind. You know, thirty years down the line, when I, we run my gut a, is that no, there is no relationship between Bevadon and Bavadin. Sure. Maybe. We'll see. Or we won't. This next question basically talks about uh, fortune and future sight and why Renarin's name was blacked out at the end of Oathbringer uh, in the diagram. And Brandon says, anytime that someone else is seeing the future in the Cosmere, it's going to have ripples against your ability. Like they are... It's the same sort of thing that if once someone who has access to Adium is going to mess up anyone else's future side in any way. Because once you use that, it's going to cause you to act differently. Uh, and remember, future sight is not very good in the Cosmere anyway. But yeah, it's just going to mess things up. Uh, and they, they were trying to compare Renarin's abilities interfering with Odium's future sight with Electrum versus Adium. And yes. yes. Specifically, the when Odium does the explodey version of the diagram... Yes. Renarin's name is in all black. Everything that comes off of him is in all black. Yep. So it's like nice confirmation of what's going on there. So yep. future future sight interferes with future sight, essentially. Yep. And there was there was another question asking, was the name grayed out due to a conflict of fortune with Odium? Similar to Electrum versus Adium, and Brandon just said yes. So yep. Cool. That is cool. Okay. Why don't we talk more about Felt? Why don't we? Yes. I feel like talking about Felt. Yeah. Can modern-day Felt get his hands on Atium? Brennan. Uh, he wouldn't know how to try going about it. He would not be able to get a hold of it right now. It's not something he can just pop off. He would have some ideas on how to go about it. I doubt he could pull it off. Hmm. So. Felt just gets more and more awesome with this. Uh... I doubt Seattle. he could pull it off. Well, yeah, but like he knows a lot. Yeah, I, so Chris knows a lot. Like I'm sure most of Silver, most of the universities of Silverlight know a lot. No, it it sounds like Felt knows the, like 
he's just not capable of like he knows where and how to get the ATM, but he doesn't have the manpower or the power or the resources or whatever. Yeah. Sure. That's true. Still very cool though. Yeah. No, Seattle was apparently a felt. Yeah, come to Feltcast. <laughs> Go to your craft store and get some more felt. A quick question from Force Paradox. Do any of the shards regret becoming one? Yes, I would say yes. Would you call that a Force Paradox? <laughs> shards no. are forces? <laughs> oh, all right. Terrible. It's, I, I'm sure a lot of... I'm sure Aeonet and Sky regretted becoming shards in the moment <laughs> before their death. Uh, debatable. Grace, save us from this conversation. Okay. Yes. Next question. My jokes are always great. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, Steel from Warbreaker. At the time of Oathbringer, is he still at large? Brandon, Raffo, I'm afraid I, I will let you know the tales of all five scholars, probably in Nightblood, the book, when I write it. The ones you don't know already. Well, if I write Nightblood. Of the Cosmere books, it's probably the most in jeopardy, other than maybe the Threnody novel. What? That makes me really sad. What? I mean, maybe we'll get a lot of of that stuff in Stormlight, and he's fitting more of it in there, which is possible. Yeah. Because, like, Vasher and Nightblood and Vivenna are already there, and, you know, uh, we what we knew about Nightblood? Uh, Vasher, Nightblood, and Vivenna. <laughs> like, eh. I want to meet Yesdeal, though. I do, too. I want to know more about it, that. It, it feels like Vivenna's blade is going to come out of that. Right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, of course. Or Warbreaker's Secret History. <laughs> Warbreaker's Secret I'd be down for that. Give me that. That sounds no, great. please. Just give me Vasher between the Many War and now. And then he uh. goes to Skadriel and spikes Zane. Oh, my God. Or the mystery is revealed. Five scholars. Uh, Add circumstances indeed. Yeah. This next one. In the original Knights Radiance, when they had squires, were all the squires destined for bonding Spren? Brandon, no, many stayed squires forever, and that was okay. Makes Good sense. There's a yeah. finite yep. number of Spren. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and runners have a boatload of Spren. Uh, a boatload of squires, rather. Families. <laughs> A big boat, a big Shadesmar boat of Spren. <laughs> Kaladin goes everywhere and adopts everyone. <laughs> so this next questioner asked, Allomancy is a conversion from matter to energy. Is it inherently an irreplaceable resource, or is there a process by which it's replaced? Brennan, there is a process by which it is replaced, probably referring to the metal. Yeah, yeah, the metal, yes. Um, That's interesting. I think we this have, is the first time we've heard of this. I, I think no. We've had words of Brennan alluding to this before, and also words saying like, "Oh no, metal is running out." But Scadriel has like so much metal that it's not really important. So, well, couldn't shards create more metal? They could. Like maybe that's just the process. Like, eh. yeah, it doesn't need to be very mysterious. They created the, the previous planet. things is that there was a natural process that it. It was happening automatically. Fact, yeah, this this could be like a a function of how they built Alamancy or something. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Well, 
They didn't build a HoloLens Ziva, okay. Well, y- you know what I mean. Yeah. Ish. There isn't a correct word for that, Ian. I, I know. I know what you're saying. The came into existence. Yeah. Yes and no. If someone from, say, Roshar traveled to the world of Warbreaker, do they have breath? Uh, No, they they do not. Uh, If someone from Warbreaker leaves, they still have their breath. Uh, They would not register as being a drab for people who are looking. They would register as option C particularly someone from Roshar who is from a primary shard world, uh, slightly invested. This is the first time we've heard of the term primary shard world. I, I think yeah. this is very similar to major, major shard world. No, I know, but it's, it's, it's slightly different. It is. <laughs> okay. Um, so it could be, you know, Brandon changing his terminology. It could be Brandon just making words up. Uh, kind At of a signing that's been really long than talking about felt the whole time. Yeah, but probably, yeah. probably that one. Yeah, after three hours of talking about felt. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Good to know. I like the idea of option C. So that's cool. Okay, the magical fish in the pure lake is their magic part of the old magic paradigm. Brandon, the magical fish are not of honor, not of honor, not in a bad way, but there's something else going on there. Yes, their symbiotic bonds with spread. This is totally cultivation. Cultivation. Yeah, probably. Probably. Cultivation. I think that's reasonable. Yep. Next question. Bendeloy and Cadmium, is that going to be a part of FTL travel? Brandon, it is involved. It's involved in multiple ways. Ones that people have figured out and ones that they have not. Cool. I, I just see Alimantic FTL and I go, okay, sure. Great. I'll... Can't wait to find out in 20 years. I, There is nothing... I, well, that's not true. <laughs> Cadmium and Bendeloy and Time Bubbles are like my second least favorite thing to talk about magicalize in the Cosmere. Yeah. Number one being Iron Feverchemy. Like, <laughs> holy crap, I, I just do not care. Fantastic. Nobody wants to talk about that. Great. No, nope, I sure don't. <laughs> it's, Someone's it's not upset. surprising in the slightest. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Metals that deal with time are important okay yeah yeah it's, so this next questioner asks is lahan from the way of kings prime reading which is what he was reading during skyward tour yep the same one from book two uh who has he has an interlude uh, brandon yeah. yes that it's the same brother lahan i knew he wasn't going to get to have a big part in the books once i moved home so far off so I gave him a nice cameo with his own interlude so that at least he would be in the books. Because in that version, he basically wandered around following Tom, complaining for the entire book. Wow, what a compelling character. Great. This probably is a better plan. Yeah. yeah. Goodbye, Brother Lahan. <laughs> okay. Presumably killed by, you know, with all the crap going on. Well, I mean, Dalmar. he was alive like when Shalon was there. Was he? Yeah. He was he was her kind of minder when she went to the to the platform to oh! he's not named. Oh but that the does kind of make sense. Is that that it's him. Lahan. Oh, I totally forgot that. I really yeah. felt he was named. I don't think so. I don't remember. Uh okay. He's not he's not named in Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Good to know. 
moving on from Roshar and and still on Roshar, which yep. is a, a joke I make every now and then. Um, like every episode, every just episode. as funny as every other time you said it. Hey, I am I'm a comedian. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and, and we've heard your uh, your spiel multiple times. I have many spiels. That's I. That is true. <laughs> Uh, why didn't we get to see Dalinar meet? Is it Gallant? Gallant, yeah. In Oathbringer, in the flashbacks, um, Bran says, "I planned this for a different flashback. I intentionally didn't put put that one in because it didn't fit the rest of the narrative that I was telling. But I will do that eventually." Is it after he arrives at the Shattered Plains? I will raffle that for now because I'd have to go look exactly at the timeline where I am slipping it in. But is it around that time? Yeah, it's more recent than most things that you are reading about. Let's say the person that Dalinar has been through most of his life would not end up with Gallant. I will get into it. I realize that there's a hole in the story and it's an intentional one. Uh, yada yada. Hmm. Whatever. That's, that's interesting. So more yep. flashbacks that will be yeah. slipped in. Yay! Good and luck with that. Brandon does go on to say, like, Brooke didn't the flash that, like, he did with Kaladin in the last book, which I think is an important part of his answer. Yeah, oh, yeah. sure. Yep. Cool. We're on the Denver, Denver, and you know what? It's time to start with Morfeld. <laughs> <laughs> These happened one day after the other, I think. If I remember. It's it's like I don't think we've seen a felt question before this tour. This is like the time where three people sent in the same Who's That Cosmere character, like, the same day. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really fascinating. Like, when you work on Arcanum, sometimes you see certain topics or, like, even exact questions come up multiple times across events, even. Um, oh, that happens to me as a teacher. Like, <laughs> why is this section being so weird? I'm pretty sure none of you talk with each other. I don't know why you're making this stupid, very specific mistake. I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense to me. Stars align. Oh yeah, my God. Okay. Yep. This questioner asked, it's felt, was he involved with Scadrial's idiom pit mercantile system? Brandon, let's say he was aware. Questioner, how old is he? Was he born around final first era or so? Felt is a little older than that. Not a lot. Okay. So he was probably a junior world hopper. In era one. Anyone, well, anyone else get drug drug vibes every time we have an adium question now? Like what? the secret adium trade. Oh, how oh, do you yeah. get adium this in era two? Well, it's very yeah. difficult, but you have to know how. The thing is, like, I don't think it was actually adium being bought and sold. It's just it was going through the pits of Hudson. Like, do, do you want to hear oh, about the street spice trade on Skadriel <laughs> in during Era 1, Grace? The metal must flow. Because that was mentioned once. That's fun. Well, like, don't we... Like, we, we do know that uh, one of the kind of a, a big export of Skadriel was canned goods. Yeah. Yeah. As for this question itself, I... He could have just been, like, a century older. Like, he could still be a native Skadrian, perhaps. It's, I don't... How would he live that long without first, like, doing the world hop thing, though? Yeah, I don't think he was well, older than a normal human. Sure. Like, 
Like he was just forty during era one. Like yeah, and then he I mean, world hopped. Eh. I don't know. There's there's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, it's possible. Well, we'll find out. I I'm sure we will find out. Next one in the Cosmere. Other than Frost, have we been introduced to other dragons? Excellent question, questioner. I feel like that might be inspired by something. Brandon, there have been others around, but I don't know if there have been others around. I'll just say that. Like they could be all around us. Right. In in the bushes, in the trees. It could Behind be a Grace. Am I a dragon? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you were the voice of endowment. True. And my <laughs> my username is Gator Girl. Which <gasps> is like a dragon. It is a reptile. Oh and, my and, god. And, and we have previously revealed the connection between Frost and, and the Gator Girl. Yes. That Who is... knows? Who knows? Yep. It's a mystery. We'll never it know. It's a mystery. Yep. All right. Helonian Fire asked You said that it's theoret theoretically possible that Hoyd could have alloyed the Lorasium with another god metal to acquire another magic. Has he done so? Brandon, he has not, because there are certain things that were preventing that from working. What? Certain things? Mm. Brandon has said that the realmatics of god metal alloys are complicated, and that you have well, to... Well, yeah. So it, it might not be as simple as, oh, let's put them both these things in a furnace melt them down well, together yeah. yes yeah that yeah. seems likely it's complicated oh, sounds like a very accurate way to put god metal shenanigans yep that sounds accurate god metal shenanigans is a valid answer yep <sighs> and Evgeny, uh, are you ready are you ready for we... the craziest you thought felt was good Oh man, this is the highlight for the entire tour for me. So it's this been uh, it's been a little over an hour that we've been on this call, and I haven't bragged about anything. Uh -huh. So I feel like it's time I do that. Okay. I was um, I was you know hanging out on on Discord some time uh -huh. ago when this tour was happening, uh -huh. and some some guys in the Discord chat server where I moderate were like, "Hey, we're here at the at the Denver thing," and we would like questions. Hey, Argent, you are an intelligent and handsome man. Can you give us some questions? And I'm like, well, in the, in the days of old, when we did the Heralds episode of Shardcast, mm -hmm. I had an idea. And it is an idea that Eric flat out thought was wrong. And I did uh, go yes. back to the episode and I listened to it. Uh, it is, dear listeners, if you want to go back, the one hour, 11 minute, and 20 seconds mark. Okay. Is where this That's happens. very specific. <laughs> I, I, I looked for it, okay? You had this uh, prepared before we started this podcast. You're like, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I really got it today. To I'm that. like, I need to find the exact timestamp of this thing. And so I did. Uh, but okay. the idea was that um, Ishar, Herald of Luck, Finder of Gods, was maybe alive on Ashen. Uh, and his binder of gods thing was, well, he bound 
gods, plural. So maybe he was the one instrumental in the binding of odium with honor's power into the greater Roshar system. Uh, and so I wonder, hey, what if what if the heralds were alive on on Ashen and they were Ashenites? Eric didn't like it. David didn't like no. it. No. And I'm like, and, and yeah. This is this is another reason I kind of regret David is not here because I would have made fun of him for that. No, I know, I know. This is why I want David on the podcast, buddy. He didn't have a mini USB cable, so <laughs> that, we, we were foiled by the stupidity that is mini USB. Technology. Okay. And if his it, lack of a car today. If it no, makes you know. feel better, I don't like it, Argent. Or oh, okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I don't like the Ishar yeah. made the oath pact part. Shush. Let's 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 read the one. And so the question I gave was, were the heralds alive for the human exodus from Ashen? To which Brandon says, yes, they were not heralds then, but they all made that trip, I believe. You can't nail... <laughs> me down on that one because it's possible that ash was born after but i don't think so this is insane insane heralds are old so what desolation probably happened a lot a lot faster than we really think of it as. i thought yeah i always yeah. thought that the first desolation like i Not thought there would be some some time in shinovar humans would expand there would be times where there's human Voidbringers, and then after all of that, then the Heralds go to honor, and then switching occurs. That happens in a lifetime. That's what uh, I'm assuming here. A lifetime of the people who would then later on become Herald. Like, they could already have extended lifetime. I mean, that is theoretically possible, but I always thought that their long life was given due to their status as heralds and not other magic prior to being heralds. It this... could be a matter of buffing their pre-existing long life abilities. It's Their long life as a herald is mostly just, you're a cognitive shadow, you sure. can't die. You yeah. can't at least to exist. But there but... are plenty of beings in the Cosmere who live a very, very long time and not all of them are cognitive shadows. So we could be dealing with a bunch of people who, through means of, let's say, Ashenite magic or their variation of the surge of progression and regrowth, sure, live for a long that time, and then they continue to live a long time after the exodus, and then Krem hits the fan. Yeah. And then they become cognitive shadows, and now they can live forever. Sure. Until they get stabbed. I, I just, I just always thought the first desolation would be a long time, and it's just, yeah. it's weird to me. No, but I However, agree. yeah. However, the only thing that makes this is cool and mind blowing, and I don't understand why Brandon just gave us this information because that's insane. <laughs> uh, but. I am excited because Brandon said, oh, the first five Stormlight books are about the Knights Radiant and the back five are about the Heralds. Herald flashbacks will frickin' be on Ashen pre-Exodus. That is hype as hell. Well, well Ash, Ash was either a baby or not born yet, so it'd have to be Tone, and we don't know how old he was. Older than Ash. 
I guess. Still, still though, like seeing flashbacks of before Ashen was destroyed gets me very excited. Yes. I, I think but, there is a very high likelihood that we're gonna see free Exodus Ashen, and we're also gonna have scenes where we compare that with the current damnation. I think we're uh, not, going no, to go but, to both places. I, I don't know why I said damnation. Um uh current. Uh, current Ash. So I think we're going to see Ashen both before and after, and we're going to oh, yeah. see that within the Stormlight Archive series. Absolutely. Like, we're we're also gonna... probably going to see the Exodus itself. <sighs> That's like that. That is going to be a crazy. Wow. Thinking about Harold flashbacks. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff, but just seeing that moment where, like, what they did to destroy that. <sighs> That's cool. Look, that's cool. I just want the first desolation to not be like, hey, we are here for like five years and now let's conquer out the rest of Shinovar. I don't want that. That sounds lame. Or not the rest of Shinovar, but the rest of Roshar, whatever. It's getting like, it's getting lame. a little low cramped up here in this in this tiny land. Let's take over. You, you yeah. know what this wall proves for me? What? That first generation of humans were bigger assholes than we thought. <laughs> yeah. Well... I mean, that's tr probably true. Yes. Uh, I hmm. I do believe that, but I don't know. They're just, there's so much that needs to happen before Heralds can exist because the whole point of Heralds was to stop the Fused. That's what the Stormfather said. And if the humans were Voidbringers, then there wouldn't be Fused because you didn't die. What if, what if, no, no, all, all of this is valid. What if I'm glad you agree. the heralds did not lead or inspire or even participate in the human conquering or in, in the first desolation, essentially? Oh, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Like, I'm sure there would be humans that are not aligned with those forces. I think that's totally, I mean, Shinovar probably wouldn't itself. The, only the people who expanded out. And yeah, I mean, I imagine simplifying all the humans to being all evil is not accurate right we are we are probably we're probably looking at a rogue element here yeah uh, of, of probably a substantial size right because there are quite a few don't singers at that time and yeah they so the the original human conquerors probably don't need to have been even a threat to the entire planet Right? We're probably looking at a bunch of people, let's say maybe a few hundred, maybe a few thousand. They they leave the they leave Shinovar, they leave their little hole in, in Roshar. Maybe they slaughter a village of Dawnsingers or take over a city or something. And then the the cognitive aspects of those Dawnsingers are like, what the hell? And then Odium's like, well, here, have have some power. And and so they come back. They assume all the humans are like that. And 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 this kind of escalates. That does seem like an entirely reasonable thing for Odium to be playing both sides in this. Yeah. I don't really know for what game though. The destruction. Fun. Destruction. Yeah, he he controls Roshar, and he can he can. Yeah, but eat. his point is to kill the shards, 
right? Like a distraction. Yeah. Maybe, like, maybe his whole point was to try and get uh, honor to do something that he wouldn't normally do. Weaken himself yeah. by granting yeah. power to the humans. Sure. Or at least be distracted by, by helping them. I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah, or, I, may, or, maybe so. Or lose faith in the right because originally honor and cultivation kind of vouched for the humans. Sure. Maybe there's like four factions in this first desolation. There's humans who were the Voidbringers who expanded out. Humans who were not the Voidbringers who did not expand out and did not participate in that part. Heralds then, and their friends. Yeah. Angry singers who would become the fused and then regular singers. And the Eli Stelay is not written... It's written by the normal singers and not the ones who become the feast. Maybe. Because if you just read the Elias yep. Delay, like, there's, it doesn't talk about the fused at all, which is why that I thought that there would be, like, a substantial time period, right? Of this part? That, that's yes. always why I thought of yes. this. Yeah. But, like, maybe it's just written by a different group of singers and Roshar's big, and so lots of different things are happening at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. We are we are still probably looking at a loss of information. Surely, on, yeah. From well, that period. I mean, again, this is literally going to be Harold flashback books in like late, late Stormlight Archive. And though I I need to be sold on how awesome this first desolation is. That that's all I'm saying. But I am pretty I'm a lot more hyped to see Harold flashbacks now, let me tell you. Hey, so this this hypothetical scenario I just outlined, I realize, uh -huh. lines up really nicely with the girl who looked up. Explain. So, there isn't a girl who looks up. There is a, a fraction of all the humans who go, hey, why is there a wall? Sure, right, yeah. They go across, she goes across, finds light, they find civilization, they they find something treasure, something that they covet. Mm -hmm. They take it, they bring back the light, they bring back, I don't know what that something is, maybe spread, maybe knowledge, maybe just awareness that, hey, yeah, we got a nice piece of land here, but there's so much cool stuff out there. And then the story about the girl who looked up says that the storms came as a punishment. Uh, it's probably not the storms. It's probably like a retribution for what they did in the form of the fused. I mean, yeah. I'm mostly into that. I, I like that. But I don't think the humans were quarantined. It's like, I, I, think, I think they were. They they could have gone and traveled peacefully. Well, yeah, sure. But sure. it's but, just but was land for them. No, 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 no. Like said. I hear you. But that is not what the girl who looked up did. She went out and she stole the light. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, right. And, and like, yeah, like a, the story, in the mythological yeah. sense, yeah. Right. The, the story does talk about, hey, it's not like prison walls and spikes on the inside. Yes, that suggests quarantine. But also, yes, it's 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 kind of a way to express that people were confined here. 
and that confinement could have been just yeah that's that this is where the land is what you know yeah i i like all of this evgeny but the thing that gets me i totally believe some humans would be assholes and go out there and expand what i don't understand is how odium's involved in that you know in it, it, a, it's that it's that layer that's he was their god well yeah, well right and how extensive what does that mean you know for, for the fused at least it's possible and probably pretty likely that some of the singers weren't super happy with the humans to begin with like probably. they they were just like we should not let them in at all and then on their in cultivation their gods were like no no they're cool come in and then as soon as the humans did something to kind of prove them right, they were like, oh, well, honor and cultivation, they were they were wrong, they don't trust, like, they don't have our best interests at heart, and there's this other god over here who is telling us all this stuff that we already believe. Um, yes. Yeah. My, my issue with that version is that the Stormfather says, hey, a long time ago, there were the souls... A bunch of angry souls and and they got infused by it. like to me that the chapter 38 was it yeah. sequence yeah. read like the singers who would become the fused were already killed before their contact with odium it can't have been too long or they would have well, no, not, not, yeah. not too long like he could have he could have been waiting there he could have been expecting that, hey, I, I made these humans go and kill a bunch of innocents or whatever. And now I'm going to hang out in the cognitive realm and wait for the souls of those who died to show up to offer them power. It mean Okay. Okay. And the innocent Dawn Singers who weren't offered that and weren't killed, they're like, no, I... Odium's obviously bad. What are you guys doing? What the hell, man? Like that's entirely reasonable, right? Yeah. Okay. I can I can totally see a situation where it was like a hundred humans go out and they slaughter some, and then they're like ten fused, and they come back and they slaughter the the hundred, but another thousand as well, and then even more humans go across, and then even more singers join the war, and it it kind of escalates in stages like that. You until you just it's, it's think complete. that they would realize, wow, those. Those human void bringers, that's bad stuff. And like, wow, you guys are also terrible, you know, like with the fused. I don't know. You But 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 who knows? Uh, yeah. I don't know. This They weren't these, terrible at the beginning. If, they if, were yeah. spirits, the spirits of their friends and their kin who sought retribution for having been murdered. Yeah. Or if Odium yeah. was inciting the humans anyways, he could have led them towards a group that he of singers that he knew were already dissatisfied with humans and more likely to take him up on his offer. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This is all very interesting and I feel like this will be explored in great depth. <laughs> I imagine. Yeah. Big, big question. But this is mind blowing. This this is this is great. This is the episode title, and it took over an hour for you to get here, but I'm so <laughs> glad you're here, because we're not changing the order. You're getting them in chronological order with when they are in the signing, okay? But for the most part. Okay. Merry, merry belated Christmas. <laughs> well, yeah. Or happy belated holidays. <laughs>
quite belated. Um, oh, but... Cool. Next one. Take us away, Grace. Yeah. This one. Asked by Discord Bondsmith. Ash is a Lightweaver. The Ten Knights Radiant books. And Ash is going to be a character. She can't be a Lightweaver? Brandon. That's a Raffo. But you were noticing something real. Good point. It's <sighs> been pointed out multiple times. That, And I think it makes sense. Because Ash of the modern days is not the person she was when the Heralds were formed. None of the Heralds are. Yeah. Except True. for the best one. Yes. No, Tom is close enough that like he still is a stone ward. So. When, when he's lucid. When he's lucid. Right. I think the theory is that somehow Ash becomes a Dustbringer, and it's a yep. Dustbringer yes. book. Yes. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've never liked that theory, but I think I'm going to be wrong. It's a it's a viable theory. It's right? a viable theory. I just have never liked it. I don't like the like, oh, it's so convenient. There's one of each order, but I know I'm going to be wrong. So, but I mean, Nail has a spren, and so that could be foreshadowing something like that. And you you know, uh, yeah, she's just I joining a different order, right? Which I mean should theoretically be possible, right? I think though. The, the previous sort of Brandon where it's like, man, shouldn't the first desolation be longer? We can not like something, but it still might be really awesome in practice. I know. So. That's so just I, always been a theory I've been opposed to. Yeah. And it, it just has to be a theory that we sell, that Brandon sells us on. And if it's dumb, don't worry, we'll still be here in 20 years, probably. Uh and we'll complain about it with you. What's up? Or we might be in, in VR by then. Yep. And then we'll complain around you. <laughs> you really will be uh, watching us at that stage. We will be. We will be. It will actually be in your room watching you. <laughs> yeah. All I'm right. Next one. This one's was crazy to me. The Necromancer's Pizza. How's that going? This is referring to a story that Brandon did briefly called Death by Pizza. Brandon, it's going really well, though the pizza part is getting written out a little bit because he's Aww. turning into a Necromancer heavy metal singer. And the pizza was so much fun, but it's not working as well as I wanted it to. But the book is working really well, so I would expect that one to come out sooner rather than later. It's turned into a really cool thing, with a lot of interesting aspects to it. Wow. Brandon's well, always actually, thinking about 50 different stories. Yeah, yeah. So. Actually, yeah. actually, we should say, so we are recording this a little bit before State of Sanderson 2018. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And probably, Brandon, if, if it is actually going to be a thing, probably already talked about it. We've yep. probably already done podcasts that you've already heard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So but right now, this so, is really interesting to us. This is crazy. On December 26th, this is very interesting. It is not December 26th. No, it isn't. I was like, did uh, I December miss my 16th. last final <laughs> and my <laughs> home? De December 16th. <laughs> Numbers are hard. I'll have you know, I have a master's degree in mathematics. I <laughs> think I know what numbers are. Thank you very much. But no, I just can't read. December 16th. Two, two is Whatever. Just it's it's in the same one. order of magnitude, okay? It, it doesn't is. matter. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Death by Pizza. Um... What was what was the original prompt? Like, what was the 
a necromancer pizza delivery um, guy. Yeah. That's it. That's there all was, I said. There was there was something about the way he was getting his power. I don't know. Well, I barely remembered that this was a thing. Uh, through unlimited toppings. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> very. I'm very curious to find out if my audio levels really spiked really high. <laughs> how well my new audio technique is going. I mean, it sounded okay to me. Great. Well, Skype always does things. So, um, Brennan hasn't said. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's just necromancer pizza delivery man that's all he's ever said <laughs> great who's now yeah but necromancer heavy metal singer what do we know about it whatever cool this is from nashan elin the sleepless if they got enough hordlings how big could they get brandon there is a limit it is larger than you've seen on screen before nashan chasmphine size Brandon Raffo. I think we referred to this in our last few episodes. I, I feel like we did, yeah. And, and we talked about the mummy briefly. Yeah. So oh, we did talk about the mummy. Right. That's right. Okay. Uh, Hemology. Hemologic spikes degrade very quickly, but ferrochemical metals can hold on to their charge forever, apparently. Is that just because hemology is corruptive? Yes, says Brandon, though I will not say forever uh but it's much slower yeah way slower it's it's just the nature of herochemy and hemology which cool. i i think it's cool yeah makes sense uh hemology leaks um yeah but this is the first time we've heard about ferrochemy leaking i think yeah yes that's um, more a function that everything degrades over time yeah there is some ruin in there Yes, but it's more than just the degradation of you put a memory in, you put it back in, right? Like, just if you just buried metal mines and somehow you live 10,000 years, how good would those metal mines still be 10,000 years later? I think that's new. Yeah. yeah, I think it's more on an astrological time scale. Like, eh, maybe. A normal person's lifetime, it's not going to make an appreciable difference. Astrological time scale and geologic time, that's vastly like, different than it, even it, the time period of the, of the entire Cosmere. The same, in, so. in, 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 in the same way that like mountains are not eternal, right? They still erode, but over a very long period of time. Sure. Yeah. Uh, sure. This reminded me of that one wab I got from Jordan Khan on ferrochemical wear and tear. Uh-huh. Like when you when you put investiture in and, and pull it out, does it change anything? Um, but it doesn't talk about anything of relevance. Cool. So this next question is, Yolan is one of the oldest worlds, so did they develop a method of traveling to other worlds like space faring? Brendan, no. Good question. Oh, huh. so they're kind of stuck. Or just yeah, cool. cognitive realm stuff, yeah, I guess. they would have gone through cognitive realm. And yeah, we have no idea what their current status of that world is post-shattering and things like that. Like, and it's, very it's, unclear. it's hidden, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very weird. To reference the Liar Perkinell sample chapter again, uh -huh. they are at a Bronze Age level of tech. Yeah. As, as so of that time. As, as of that time, which was 
shortly before the shattering, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it, it makes sense that Bronze Age people do not have space travel. Well, yeah. Well, yes. well at that at that time there, but it's been it's been you know a couple of years since the shattering. Yeah, but I think the implication here was that you early Yolan, like before the shattering. Yeah, that's that's what the spirit of the question is kind of about. But yeah, like mm, that's not what I'm reading. It's not really asking about modern Yolan, in my opinion. I think it is. I think it's saying, hey, this world is so old, there has been enough time have they developed uh, space travel. Hmm. Maybe. But I don't either know way, no, it's a good question. That way. Yeah. That that needs extra uh clarification, I well, would say. We'll ask this again in a yeah. few decades. Yeah. Then maybe we'll have Dragon Steel one by that time. Yay, guys. Uh maybe. And our last one for today, guys. About Eric's favorite topic. Yeah. You've mentioned that the Lord Ruler had children. Have we been introduced to any of them in the books? Brandon, no. But they're out there? Brandon, well, they were. It's been a while. Descendants, potentially. You have not met any of the Lord Ruler's children. Okay. He's, he's also said explicitly that uh that there are descendants of the lord ruler not descendants potentially i think this is just like brandon like oh yeah he probably had kids at one point but he never really thought it through that hey people would be interested in these people i am i am yeah. there ah! look eric stop being interested in other people's kids look I'm going to be interested in other people's kids when they're potentially full fair chemists and full alamancers, okay? That's just a fact, all right? Yeah, you tell that to the feds. I will! Technically, I just... is it as bad if there are other people's dead kids? Yeah, they're dead already. Or is it double worse? I mean, I don't Eric even know where we're going them, with this. So anymore in a, in a dark dark place in a I very mean, dark place technically everyone is someone's kid so uh that's true. aphrodite is not yeah well that's not a person <laughs> how, how dare you insult my religious beliefs <laughs> there's room for debate there i thought your religious beliefs were in aiden alcium that's classified that's classified I thought he's a rogue agent like felt. <laughs> he's a rogue agent like felt. Accurate. True. All right, guys. Well, we are going to have one more of these. And there was a late announced signing in Idaho Falls on December 29th. And we'll talk about it then. And that Which also literally happens every year. Brandon has family up there, so that's why that happens. Oh. So I think that'll wrap up our Skyward Words of Brandon, finally. But you gotta admit, this one was pretty good. The The other three episodes, eh, less spicy, but this one was the spicy one. Yeah, so we have three more Skyward events. And they're pretty short, so we can And kind of maybe, maybe we're gonna lump up Idaho Falls. With oh, yeah. Them. We'll see. Oh, well, definitely. I think we can. 
All right, guys, it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? And we don't get a jingle anymore. So, yeah, that's 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 what you get. This video has been flagged. Dude. That just means that someone has to compose a new jingle for us. Do it. I'm looking at yep. you. Yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> yep. All right, Grace, take us in. Okay. Oh. You know how this is played. You send me an email with five clues and a Cosmere character. I will read the clues aloud, and after each clue, each of our cast members has a chance to guess who the Cosmere character is. This first one was sent in by uh, the universe is a hologram. I the first by. How do you know that? The first clue is this character appears in only one Cosmere novel. Six of the Dusk. Wait, that's not a novel. <laughs> that's not still Six your of the answer. Dusk. Whatever. Susabron. It is not Susabron. Straff Venture. It is not Straff Venture. Definitely false. He was he in two. But he appears on screen in one. He totally appears on screen in both Final Empire and Well of a Sudden. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Okay, never mind. <laughs> We're Shut doing up. great so far, guys. Clue two. Argent slouches in the corner of his screen. <sighs> Clue two. You're 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 welcome, viewers. This character has royal blood. Oh, who's that guy? That thing. <laughs> That's oh, that one. descriptive. Didn't King Dedalin's son? Don't they have a son? Isn't there a son? I'm pretty sure there's a son. I think I even wrote this Coppermind article, too. Sereni. It is not Sereni. Fafin. What was that oh, name? That's his name. Wow. Uh, no, that's the other sister's name. Oh, uh, oh right, right, right. Can you, right, can you say yeah, that again, right, Ian? Yeah. Uh, Fafin. F-A-F-E-N. That is, it is not Fafin. I just think that's an amusing word to hear you say. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Quit faffing around, am I right? <laughs> you know, I thought about that the moment after I said it. I'm sure that character gets that a lot. I mean, they don't speak English there, so... Well, Look, she, well, isn't she, well, she also, a like, monk? a super religious, like... Yes, yep. yes a, she's a monk. Yes. Monk, yeah, she's like, an, she's an Adrian super monk, yeah. serious... Yeah, religion. Yeah, I doubt. I also, I also totally wanted to say ardent. Seriously. Yeah, I, I, I almost did too. A little earlier. Yeah. Siri uh, is like... probably the only person in her life that would say that to her. Okay. All right. I think the son of King Dedalin starts with an R. What is that all you? That all you know? And I think it's something like Renaud, but I don't think that's correct i'll give it to you it's his name is ridger oh all right okay all right yeah I'll be generous for once wow so generous also i am i just need to check real quick and see if i did in fact write the ridger article the, on the other clues were three this character is male four this character has no spoken lines and five this character is related to multiple major characters also, I'm wrong. David wrote this article. <laughs> Good thing he wasn't here. That's right. Well, 
if he was, this this wouldn't have been the one we were doing. So oh, well, that's yeah. true. Right. All right. I got the first letter right. I I knew who it was. King you, Dedalus you were, first. Son. You were close enough that I figured I'd give it to you. You had yeah, the that's a good description. That's so. very generous. You needed the repeated vowels, uh, consonant sounds. Sure. What? But that's totally the Nalthian thing. Repeated vowels. Um, no, but his name is constant. literally Ridger, and it's not a repeated that's, sound. That's not a Nalthian thing. That's uh, Dateliers. Yeah, that's a Halandran thing. Halandran that thing. is most definitely an Idrian thing as well. Baffin, Vivenna, Cicerina. Dedalin. Well, there are, yes, but they are not. Ridger doesn't qualify. They're not, As an uh, R at uh, the beginning and end, it's close enough. Uh, that's that's a Rosharan thing. <laughs> <laughs> Moving Richard on. Is a Rosharan name. Okay. Cosmere names. This next one was sent in by Lady Lameness. Oh God! Oh, no. <laughs> is this is this the the? Oh no! This is the, is this the one she recently sent in? I don't know what it is. She doesn't tell me anything, but okay. she she does this to destroy me. I I. I believe, if if I'm remembering this correctly, she sent this in months ago, forgot about that she sent it in, and this saw a document one, yeah. of it, and then sent in another one, which Ben then replied to her. Uh, this, this, is, this is this is this this is that the harder whole one. A, uh, email chain. It's yeah, the one this, she this, wanted, so I I went yeah. with this one. Which, and she, I know she went with the harder one. I have no idea what it is. All right, I just give up. Clue one: This character is a slave. Is it, a is, slave. it is that one slave from Kaladin's flashbacks who is female and she gets caught in a trap. And... Do you have a name? Do you know me? Um, Kaladin experiences this flashback in part five of Oathbringer. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Is a slave or was a slave? The clue says this character is a slave. You know what I'm going to go with? I'm going to go with Menace because all the Ska are slaves. It is not Menace. <laughs> okay. This is debatable about whether this character is a slave or not. Okay. I don't think they would think they are a slave. What? But I would cast us. And it's the Sion that Hraithen has. Who I think is named oh, okay, May. Okay, right. It is not May I or that okay. that Sion. I'm going to check if that's actually that Sion's name. <laughs> Evgeny. I don't have a better description of my guess. I, I'll just go ahead and say that's not. Okay, good. I'm, I'm not I'm that gonna, one person I'm in that one time. Mood today, you guys. Wow, you're in such the holiday spirit of being generous. Right. All right. The next clue. This character is not a people person. That's specific. Vasher? Zahel? It is not Vasher. Interesting. Technically, Ardents are yes. slaves. That's why I said it. Uh, All right. Alethi would consider them slaves, right? I, I, they're outside the slave system. Uh, well, that's true. They, they're, they're Ardents. Like, they they're are. Owned. They are. I'm sorry, when you're owned by someone. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, yes, we would consider them slaves. They I mean, are not no, I, even, even slaves in the world. I, I think even Shalan says, hey, they're practically slaves. 
practically. Um, Welcome to Slave Cast. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I, I did no. check Creation is unnamed. So okay, well there. Um, not a people person. I mean, I guess being a slave doesn't really improve your Kaladin. It is not Kaladin. Technically, it is a slave. Is if you're reading Bay of Kings, he is a slave. Present tense. Cosmere exists outside of our time stream. It is always present tense to talk about the Cosmere. What? No. That is how literary discussion happens. You always say is, not was. We've had this conversation. I know we have. Cool. This is why the cover mind is in present tense. Mostly. Uh, who still needs to guess? Evgeny? I yeah. I don't have good guesses, though, so I'm just gonna piggyback on the Ardent thing and go with um, Kaddish. It is not Kaddish. I, I know Lady Lameness specifically made this hard. I know this for a fact. The next oh. She was far too pleased with herself. The next clue. This character lives in an isolated community. Is it Fafin? It is not Fafin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get it. Um. Wait, 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 wait. I, wait, I wait. think I know who it is, but. Garenid, the one ardent. Uh, on. Is that is that the right one? There's two. I always I one always remember Garenid and not the other ones. One it of is, them is Garenid. It is yeah. not Garenid. Is but it they're they're Garen both Ardents. Yeah, they're in an isolated community, and the the scientist one was not a people person. But wait, that that's not the Gar and that's one's not Garenid. Garenid's the guy. Uh, the other one starts with an A. I don't remember her name. Yeah, well, rough. <laughs> oh, uh, I remember her name. No, do you know me? I don't know names. My 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 guesses for this show are: Hey, this one character that appears on page three sixty four, and this character says this thing about like, I know all the details around this is the character. Still better than Hoyt and Drag. <laughs> On a horse, isolated community. Shinovar, you're the first desolation. <laughs> <laughs> the heralds, because they were in an isolated community and maybe were enslaved. I mean, Shinovar is pretty isolationist. Are there true. are there slaves in White Sand? No, right. Wait, wait. Oh, I have an. I have a guess. I have a guess. But I swear to God, if it's that, if it's the flame spread lady, Arden, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally going to guess the flame spread lady. Great. I'm glad know you know her, her name because I don't. So it's not the person I thought it was. Do you have a guess of Gunny or do you want to pass? I want to pass. All right. The next clue is this character has read works by Yasna Colin. Oh, crap. That's that's so specific. Oh okay. no! So the person I think it is is the 
ardent reading the um, Alista. Pride and Prejudice. It is Alista. Okay. By the oh. way, um, <laughs> I don't I, know I names. I'm getting her name. And I'm like, That's not it. But the ardent you were what? thinking of, um, Eric, is um, Asher. Oh, right. I, I, I remember, like, it's like every other year, I wonder who that person's name <laughs> is, and I always forget it. This has happened at least three times to me. All right. And the final clue was, this character is a diachronic linguist. What? That would have been 100% useless to me. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, because like she's translating the Don Shant. That yeah. Have... Oh, sure. It would have ruled out Ashier. That's true. Yes. <laughs> great. <laughs> Did well, I... great. Oh, thank oh. you, Lady Lameness. And also, Mister, I don't know name. I don't know names, Argent. Look, I I commissioned a painting of Elista. Okay. That's why I know her name. Well, aren't you fancy, Mr. I fancy also Pants? Don't know how to spell her name. Alista oh, is great. How do you spell that Cosmere character's name? That's oh, L nice. L I S T A. Oh yeah, yeah I, yeah, I spell no. it with a single L. Oh Okay, yeah. so I haven't I haven't uploaded the thing on the Copper Mind, but by the time oh, this okay. airs, it will be uploaded. Good job. I mean, I'm good at spelling, so that's not a problem. I am good at spieling. Yeah. But the problem with that, if we if we yeah. do a game show thing of how to spell Cosmere characters, is that if we do Aeonic ones, we're just completely screwed. Because then we're just arguing over the pronunciation. No, Aeonic names are easy to spell. FalseOnSeventyShard.com! Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud... YouTube and give us a review on iTunes and we will see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.